Hello. 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 Tura. Hello. Yeah, you got the no, you got the Northern accent pinned down there. Hello. They won't hate me at all. <laughs> is, is your Northern accent just Coronation Street all the time? <laughs> Pretty much. How many Northerners do you think I interact with? That's going Liverpool, that is now. Sorry. Slightly. It's like my Irish and my Scottish. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think, I think I've heard the wonderful accents you have. <laughs> yeah, Irish and Scottish. It starts off one thing and ends up like a mix of both. Yeah. Hey, my Southern American one is great. Let's hear it. Uh, were you not there? When? There's like a five-minute-long video of me and Sat having an argument on the side of a road, me sounding like I'm from, like, Tennessee, him sounding like he's from Detroit, and just, like, screaming at each other in public about drugs and cows and moonshine. Wow. Yeah, fun times, fun times. Yeah, that that must have been fun. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no, the most fun thing about that video is catching glimpses of Chris and Yulia in the background, because... You know the laughter that is so intense that you're not laughing? Yeah. They were doing that, and then they were just turning around just so they're not looking at anyone. Yeah. Because they found it so funny. That was the most entertaining part. Wow. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, you weren't there. You left early. It was Yulia's birthday when we went to, like, Jamie's Italian a while back. Oh, yeah, Because we went place. to the pub. Oh, that's the time I came down. I decided to come down on the date, wasn't it? Yeah, and you, you like surprised us by asking where is this thing happening anyway who had you told is it lana no i think i gave it away when i said where is the place oh okay yeah i was like literally a few minutes around the corner at that point yeah but it was hard finding it because yeah. i thought it was the other jamie's the one that's actually out in public yeah view, rather than this one that's tucked away yeah it's a weird place to choose mm. well that's not the one that she wanted she wanted covent garden did she yeah that they were booked ah uh. Jamie Oliver, he's popular, isn't he, that guy? Yeah, yeah, that cheeky devil. Yeah, apart from when he's stealing, you know, burgers off people. When did he steal burgers off people? Oh, he did the whole healthy school meals, didn't he? Well, that's not really stealing burgers, it's replacing bad yes, food it is. with good it's food. it's stealing turkey twizzlers and stuff like that. They weren't very good anyway. Pure evil. No, what's pure evil is mums handing their kids burgers through railings. This person's come into the school to actually give their child a healthy meal, and they're just going to give the child junk it's food. Fascism. No, they should get <laughs> sent. They should get reported to social services. Every one of those women that did that. <laughs> so basically, they'd rather have their kid eating junk food than healthy food. Mm. I mean, I know I eat a lot of junk food, but. I mean, I won't stop it if it was being replaced by healthy food. Yeah. For free. Yeah, but also, like, getting a burger through some bars, you know, it could fall out and everything like that. Yeah, what a waste of money. Yeah. And have they never thought of packed lunches? Like, if the kid doesn't want to eat the school food, give them packed lunch. What fucking idiots. I found school meals nicer than packed lunch, to be honest. Well, I started off, I had school meals for a little bit. And then one time I felt really sick. And you know how I have one bad experience Mm. that will put me off? It doesn't matter if a hundred times before that were great. Yeah. That one thing, so now I'm not doing that again. So I did packed lunch for like the rest of primary school. And then secondary school, it wasn't cool to bring in packed lunches, mm. so we just ate school food. And some of it was nice, some of it wasn't. Yeah. It's the same as every other food. Mm. At my junior school. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you mean your primary school? Junior, junior school. Uh, we, the school lunches were amazing there. Like you had butterscotch tart, chocolate tart. 
Oh, you had jelly and ice cream. Everywhere had jelly and ice cream. Roast lunch one of the days. Oh, it's amazing, that place. I loved in my secondary school, whenever it got really hot, the dinner ladies were in a really good mood. So they'd give everyone, like, chalk ices, like, for free. Yeah. Fun times. That's when, you know, summer is hit. Like, even the dinner ladies aren't happy. Mm. And they're giving us ice lollies. Yeah. The dinner ladies at my school used to be really nice. Well, they weren't horrible. It's just they didn't really engage. Yeah. Well, you know what? Good school meal, bad school meals. I mean, I think we had better childhoods than certain people. Like who? Uh, I don't know, some Papua New Guineans. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's some segue. Yeah, that's the only segue I can think of, <laughs> given the topic that we were talking about. Well, didn't this guy get his turkey twizzler car? <laughs> if only. He did, didn't he? Well, I don't think there's evidence of it. I mean, it's been reported that he did, but mm. I don't think there's concrete evidence. Yeah, you want photographic evidence, do you? <laughs> well, I don't think they saw the body so basically we don't know so do we do the intro music oh you have to or do you want to just leave it until no let's do it because now i've mentioned the intro music yeah your plan was to leave it right to the end yeah but no no, i'm not going to do it the next episode after i've just talked about that i'll do that in like 20 episodes when everyone's forgot what and if i keep reminding them though well you're not going to because you're mad you're definitely going to forget you'll be the first person to forget (laughs) yeah but then i'd probably forget like soon after you you'll be doing it i'll be going like what the fuck's tarman doing she forgot the intro music (laughs) yeah um anyway so intro, intro. music please thank you thank you very much that's very quick yeah i think it's the same length it's just you know editing and shit yeah, to speed it up a little bit. We never need the long gap that we give it. No. <laughs> because I cut out that gap anyway. Yeah. And I, I insert the music into it, so we really don't need that gap. So why we do it is just... It's it's just so we know. Yeah, it's punctuation for us. Yeah. I mean, they don't know what we're talking about. And it's like, what gap? When do they ever have a gap? I know. I take it away. I take the gap away, I'm afraid. The magic of podcasts. Yeah. The amount of things that you're missing out on because of editing. Mm, yeah. Like that six months when Matt had a cough. That was the most amazing cough, though. You kept coughing in between, in in words. Not in between words. In words. Yeah. This is a bad cough. You shit. <laughs> anyway, what are we talking about this week? Stephen Tari. Tari. I think it's Tari, but... It sounded like Darry in a video that I watched with you. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's Tarry. Yeah. Should we just call him Steven? Stevie. Stevie, yeah. Yeah, because he named himself Black Jesus, so I don't like that. So I'm just going to call him Stevie because that just normalises him. Yeah. Even though he's not normal. Yeah. Should we just call him Shitface? That could be construed as racist. No, because it's got nothing to do with the colour of his skin. Why are you bringing that up? <laughs> It might do. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what the world's like now. Okay, piss face. Um, true. That, that's uh, that's better. Yeah, because it could be yellow or clear. Yeah, if he was yellow, that'd be offensive to yellow people. But that's why I'm saying piss face. It could be clear as well. Yeah. I mean, if it's a bit red, go to the doctor because that might be blood or you know, painful shit. Or you know, you've got jaundice. Red? Is that, is that what happens? Is it orange or red? I thought I was yellow again. But how can Something you tell them? Because pee is yellow. I think when you really need to worry is when you're blue. <laughs> I, think, 
You're possibly dead then. I'm just going to Google. What colour does your pee go when you have jaundice? Maybe it's green. Dark coloured urine. That's all it says. Okay, so dark coloured urine. That does not sound good. Is this a problem you've developed recently? Me? Yeah. No. I think Stephen Darry has it, though. What, right now? (laughs) Uh, Not right now, thankfully. He's not around now. So why are we thankful that he's not around now, Matt? Who is Stephen Darry, a.k.a. Black Jesus, a.k.a. Piss Face, a.k.a. Shit Face? He's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty boy. Uh, Actually, I think we're downplaying how naughty he was by just saying he's a very naughty boy. He's a sick fuck. Let's just say how it is. Yeah, sick fuck. That's what he was. Yeah. Basically. Um, Yeah, he was not a very nice person at all. He was a cult leader and uh, he he, uh, raped and murdered people. Yeah. Yeah. That's the end of the episode, folks. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Yeah, that's all you really need to know, really. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, shall we, shall we, shall we go into a bit yeah, more detail? Yeah, let's actually talk about <laughs> <Yeah>. him. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good start. Yeah, five minutes of that was nothing while I was Googling what colours your pee when you're joined it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I love it when we get distracted. <laughs> hey, these are the things we need to know. It's educational. Anyway, Tarry. That's Tarry, Darry. Tarry. Let's just call him Tarry. Yeah, it's spelled T A R I. Stephen. Oh, that's what I'm going to call him. Piss face. Yeah, Stephen Pissface. <laughs> Piss fuck. Yeah, he was a leader of what is known as a cargo cult. Now, this is a cult where uh, the leader promises that material wealth will be bestowed upon the followers if they f- follow the ritualistic acts that they are commanded to by their leader. I think that's yeah. the gist of what a cargo cult is. Yeah, the problem with that is, though, this was a cult in Papua New Guinea. Yeah. And that had been outlawed, which it should be outlawed in every country, really. Yeah. Particularly, like, America with, you know, the, those weird cults you have over there. Not mentioning, you know, Scientology. <laughs> That's just, like, the tip of the iceberg, really, in America. Yeah. I mean, could you call the Republican Party a cult? Oh, no. Well, all political parties are cults, in a way. True, but actually, you know, Republican Party, they're all just selfish, Donald Trump fans, that's it. Donald Trump is a cult. The cult of Donald Trump. Because <laughs> his fans are just borderline... Well, they're not borderline stupid. They are stupid. And they buy into everything he says. So it's kind of like a cult mentality, really. Yeah. And they excuse his behaviour no matter what. And they're like, ah, oh, he's going to do the best for us. Doesn't matter how much bad he does on the way. We know in our heart of hearts that he's going to do the best thing for us. And then before you know it, he screwed them. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. So Stephen Tarry's like, you know, the Papua New Guinean version of Donald Trump. He's the black Donald Trump. I think even Stephen Tarry would object to being called the black Donald Trump. Would he? Yeah, why not? I'd object to being called the Asian Donald Trump. The Asian Theresa May. Oh. The Asian anything, really. Why are you defining me by my race? I'm not I'm not saying that though. Why is he defining himself by his race? Why black Jesus? Yeah. As in dark, he could just be dark Jesus. The bad <laughs> Jesus. Maybe that's what it means. Bad Jesus. That would that make more cool. sense. Yeah. I, I, to be honest, bad Jesus sounds kind of cooler. Yeah, but he's not cool. That's why he called himself black Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why he called himself black Jesus. I'm glad we established that. <laughs> yeah, we, we really know the psychology of these people, don't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so he, he was born in Papua New Guinea in around 1971, right? Yeah. 
But we don't know when in 1971, because his parents didn't give a shit about him, which they shouldn't have done, because he's fucked up. Yeah. Actually, I don't, I'm just surmising. I don't know if that's true. It's probably not true. We don't really know too much about him. So. No. I mean, he, when he was younger, he did study to become a Lutheran minister. And Lutheran's a type of church that's prominent in New Guinea, yeah? Um, well, it's popular all over the place. Uh, I've never actually heard of it. But then again, I'm not really savvy with religions and churches. It's a form of Protestantism, isn't one of... I don't understand why there's a difference, so... Yeah, he went to some Bible college to, like, train to be this Lutheran minister, but... Um, he he dropped out of, of this college because he rejected the Bible's teachings, which I, I think is kind of a requirement of you've kind of got to follow them if you want to yeah. be a minister. I think that's yeah. general. I mean, so. he was more of a fan of raping kids. I mean, he could have joined the Catholic Church, I guess. Yeah, true. Or, you know, Church of England, I guess they do it now. Just any other church, really. Look like his fucking kids, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway yeah um when he left uh he left behind his clothing and belongings and retreated into a mountain to a mountain village uh it was at this mountain village that he formed a personality cult around himself and he viewed himself as the next messiah and even went on to call himself the black jesus as we have established so matt um I'd like to applaud you on still reading Wikipedia, but rewording it. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Th- thank you. I've been waiting for two years for you to actually reword the fucking thing. And now you're doing it. Yeah, I'm very Wikipedia proud. says it so well. <laughs> what? They do. I mean, why change it? Uh, fine, fine. But I've been waiting two years for you to reword the shit that you read off the internet. <laughs> to at least make it sound original. Like if you're writing an essay, would you just rip it all off Wikipedia? No, you reword the shit. Yeah, but I actually care about my essays because they actually kind of, you know, that's my education. Hey, this is for other people's learning. Yeah, well, just being, <laughs> they could just read Wikipedia. <laughs> Maybe we should get like a teacher's salary. Yeah, yeah. We're teaching I'm, more weeks out of the year than they are, aren't I'm, we? I'm sure that would go down well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. We've told kids what to stay away from. We've talked about a lot of child fiddlers. Yeah, stay away from cults in general. Yeah. Apart from our one. At its peak, I think this cult had around 6,000 members. So he managed to attract quite a lot of people. He must have had a great personality because that's what cult leaders really need. I think that's what entices people to joining. Mm. You have to have a mysterious, enticing personality. I don't know. I I suppose you just got to say whatever they want, really. Yeah, but anyone could do that. Because in that way, how do you explain Trump? It wouldn't necessarily, he's a great personality, but he's charismatic. Uh, really? We've clearly got to be if you've got so many people love him. I just think a lot of people are stupid. Um, maybe yeah, that's yeah. it. Maybe that's 6,000 people, stupid people in Papua New Guinea. Maybe. Yeah. But the cult became famous for its abuse of what were called flower girls. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, this isn't this isn't so nice. To be fair, they're called flower girls. I mean... We don't really need to say much else. Let's... Okay, goodbye, people. Bye. Bye. It's the end of the episode. Mm. And, yeah, basically, um, these flower girls occupied a concubine role for Tari. Tari. Stephen, even. Stevie G. (laughs) Which we could actually call him Stevie G because his surname... His middle name, sorry, is Garcelle. Is it? 
Oh, yeah. cool. Stevie, Stevie G. <laughs> We're so going to like confuse some Steven, Steven Gerrard fans out there. Yeah. So basically he was having a load of relationships with these girls. Or I wouldn't relationships call them relationships. In, you know, child rapes. Yeah. Relationship. The girls were um, made to dress in scant clothing. So it kind of gives you a sense of what it's about. Had he raped quite a lot of these before? Uh, I think the first one uh, was against a girl called Rita Herman. Mm. Okay, I love how it stated she joined the cult. She, at 13, she didn't join fuck all. Her, her parents brought her into this cult. Her mother brought oh, yeah. her into this cult. And her mother was basically a pimp for these flower girls with Stephen Tari. She'd serve them up to Stephen Tari. So the she she was indoctrinated into the cult. I'm not going to say joined because she didn't join mm. at the age of 13. And when she was 14, her mother took her to a tent, I think it was, a private tent. And then she was raped by Tari. And then after the rape, he stabbed her to death. Ooh, nasty. Her mother's name was Bermahal Herman. Um, before the rape of Rita, rape and murder, should I say, of Rita, she actually had an older daughter who was in jail at the time for being one of Tari's flower girls because mm. she let the older one be raped by Tari. Wow. So, l- mother of the year, that one. I was about to say, she, she, did she win mother of the year that year? Uh, in, in in New Guinea, maybe. Well, they clearly value that kind of thing, weirdly. It's it's disgusting. I don't understand why she isn't locked up or she hasn't been murdered. Maybe she has, actually. Yeah. Wait, so, sorry, the child gets mur- locked up for being, I guess, a child prostitute. There's no such thing as a child prostitute. It's a child that's being abused. Yeah. But the mother gets off scot-free. What the fuck is that about? You know, as a mother, your duty is to protect your children. That yeah. is your first duty. It's going to be your last duty as well. You don't let anyone rape your children. That's disgusting. These women that let... Like, you know, um, you have, like, the baby pee murder and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. The mother's saying that, oh, yeah, no, I let him abuse my child because he was abusing me. No, you don't fucking do that. You put your life in front of your child. That's what any self-respecting mother would do. I don't care if you're being abused. You don't let someone else abuse your children. Yeah. You're supposed to, as a parent, lay down your life, give up your life for your child. That's what love is. That's what motherly love is. This woman's fucked up, and if she isn't dead, she should be. That's it. I've said it. Carry on, Matt. You can carry on. I said my rant. (laughs) Yeah, um, and... The Lutheran Church, which uh, Stevie G could have once belonged to, uh, condemned him as an enemy of the church. So they they really didn't like the stuff that was going on here. And as you mentioned earlier, um, these kind of cults were banned, so the uh, Papua New Guinea kind of police were after him. From about 2005, I think. Yeah. I think that's when he was first wanted by the police in relation to the cult and then the rapes. At first, it's not so much that he was murdering and raping people, it's the fact that he was promising material wealth for the villagers who worshipped him. And the police must have realised, oh, that's the type of worship he means. Yeah, so Papua New Guinea must have a big problem with cults. (laughs) They do, they do. You're not supposed to go through, like, you know, wooded areas or, like, forest-type areas without guides, and even with guides, yeah. you might be fucked. Because they've got tons of cults there, like cannibal cults and all that. Yeah. And people go missing there all the time. Yeah, I'm not sure if there's 
some cult over there that I heard that like some like middle class people from this country go to. They get tempted in by it and stuff like that. Oh, I don't know. Maybe we should look into it. Yeah, I, I remember reading one article, but I can't remember which country it was in. Now, I know famously they do have people, like groups of people in the area that stay away from, you know, 2017 life and actually attack people that come in, like tourists and stuff, and eat them. So I know the cannibal cults in the area. Yeah. Yeah, but I do think it does have a cult problem. I think most countries have a cult problem, if I'm going to be perfectly honest. Yeah, to be fair, it's not just Papua New Guinea. Yeah. So, yeah, Stevie D uh, was initially captured in 2005. However, he managed to escape at some point prior to his trial, uh, ironically with the help of a Lutheran pasta. Yeah, because that pasta was sent there to, I don't know, talk Stephen Tari down. I guess, ah. and try and make him see reason, but he ended up being converting. Oh, God, that's classic, isn't it? That's just yeah. the way it works, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, and at this point, uh, Stevens managed to create this kind of honour guard, which I'm not entirely sure what that is. I guess it's a guard that honours him. Guard, yeah. Guard him from angry people or the police, though? Everyone. Everyone. Probably more the police. And he recruited... A whole load of new flower girls, so... So at least he's still well and good. He's still his old self, yeah. Apparently how he managed to get some of these flower girls to join was by promising them with blessings of wealth. Yeah, and he made sure the new ones were all virgins as well. Yeah, big, strong, quite... One was apparently as young as eight years old, which... Yeah, kind of... which is disgusting. This was only, like, ten years ago. Yeah. It's disgusting that this shit is still happening. Yeah, it's still happening all over the world, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, Stephen wanted uh, the destruction of like rival Lutheran churches as well, and he terrorised villages that were nearby. The, uh, these were ones in that, in general, refused to submit to him. And then about fifty of his followers, some about thirty, were flower girls. They were rounded up in a operation in June two thousand and six, and they publicly renounced Stephen, and they reconciled with their churches. Well, that's good. I mean, they gave their children over to, you know, a paedophile, but, yeah, at least at least they saw the light in the end. Yeah, but when you're being offered material wealth, it can be seductive. When you're being offered material wealth, your child has still come first. Yeah, true. But, you know, material wealth. I think in a country that's quite poor, wouldn't you be tempted by material wealth? No. Mm. Not if it risks the one thing that you have. I don't understand how people can give their kids. I just won't, I won't ever understand. If it's a child that you have that is yours, that you're supposed to love, I don't understand how you could put them in harm's way just for material gain. Yeah. I would never understand it. I don't, but people do loads of weird things like in the name of religion, you know, like genital mutilation and stuff like that. Yeah, which is why I'm not a fan of religion either. Yeah. So, I don't know, people do desperate things sometimes. And it can seem quite sensible to them. We'll never know, really, no. I just, I am, um, I am never going to be able to understand it, I'm afraid. No. We can talk to, about this for hours. I will never be able to see their point of view. No. To be honest, I'm not going to defend them, so. <laughs> okay. I, I, yeah, it's not my job. <laughs> In 2007, he was captured when some rival villagers travelled into his mountain stronghold. Somewhere in Papua New Guinea. <laughs> Is it Matepi Village, I think? That's 
Dang province. I love how we're taking it in turns to read Wikipedia now. <laughs> yeah. They attacked and captured him, but unfortunately didn't kill him at this point. That comes later. Spoiler! Oh, anyway. yeah, damn. But I think we've mentioned he's dead. Yeah. The, one of the villagers was so desperate to get this guy arrested that he climbed into a tree to get some cell phone signal. We've all had that problem. Yeah. That's dedication, though. That's a good civilian. Yeah, just to call the police. That, we, we like that guy. Yeah. But Stephen's court appearance was... It was just a complete mess, basically. A, it was because of the assault. He It took him a while to get... I don't know how bad this assault was that he couldn't go to court. He could probably have been dramatic about it. Yeah, I think that's probably what happened. And he, he was only charged with his sexual offences. Yeah, which is really frustrating to me. Yeah, and basically his defence was those women were flower girls and this was the work of the minister and permitted by the religion, which is what they all say. Permitted by a religion that he just made up. Yeah, oh, my religious beliefs... You know, I, I can do this. So, yeah, I love the bit where he's... And I don't know if the charges laid against me are wrong or right. They're wrong. Yeah. Everything you've done is wrong. So basically the charges are right, they're not wrong. What you've done is wrong, the charges are right. It's very confusing. But, and yeah. B, like, you're, you're the leader of a fucking, you know, cult. You should know whether they're right or wrong or not. Even if, it, if, even if you do believe this rubbish religion shit is true, you know. I don't know of any religion that says, go ahead, rape some little girls. Yeah, but he's pretending, he's like, oh, I don't know if it's wrong or right. My thing is, like, no, nothing should condone raping little girls. Yeah. So, obviously, it's wrong. And if it's right, then there's something fucked up with all of you and you should all be round up. Yeah. And apparently, because there's no, because he had no legal representation, this meant that the, the trial could be adjourned until December. Well, no, just sentencing. He it's his his duty to get legal representation in time for his trial. If he doesn't, then fuck him. Mm. I don't know what legal representation's like in Papua New Guinea, though. Uh, I'm assuming if they're saying that he didn't have any, then it's not like here where everyone's gets given like a duty solicitor. Yeah, at the very least. Yeah. So he was held in in prison until is it April 2010? I think. Uh, yeah, April 2010. Where he tried to escape, or he uh, yeah he tried to didn't actually succeed. I mean, he he did succeed, but he was caught really quickly. Yeah, and I think in October of that year he was found guilty of the four counts of rape, and he was sentenced to twenty years in prison. So some kind of justice you might yeah 20 years is actually a good amount especially if you're coming from someone that's living in britain's point of view where rape doesn't actually get that much even if it's mass rape that's oh that's what slightly off topic you know uh the the norwegian guy that blew and shot people anders brevik is it oh is that a few like 10 years ago yeah yeah uh, it wasn't no it's 2011 it's not actually that long is it yeah. Oh, okay, it felt longer. Okay, yeah, carry on. He's only in there for, like, 21 years. Yeah, because some countries have, like, a cap on it, because I know there was one in South America, I think it was. Yeah. Not the south of the United States, South America. I can't remember where exactly, but I know that he'd, like, raped or killed loads of people, but the maximum he could have got was, like, 30 years, and now no one knows where he is. It's really weird. At least the Americans keep their prisoners in 
by and large, for a long time. Yeah, even if they haven't actually committed the crime. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, downside. sometimes they actually kill them even if they haven't committed the crime. Oh, well. <laughs> Damn, you make those kind of mistakes now and again, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you've got all the resources to actually find out the truth. I mean, you've got appeal after appeal. I mean, it's a shame about police cover-ups and stuff. Mm. Well, to be fair, they do get some right. We're making it sound like Yeah, they, they do get, get some right. right. I mean, yeah. And they also end up letting a lot of people out on the streets, like, you know, those police officers that kill people for no reason, mm. just because they're black. Mm. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Yeah, those bloody police. <laughs> Corrupt. Oh, speaking of hashtag Black Lives Matter, um, did you hear about the two Bangladeshi Muslim people that got acid attacked? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah I no, no, okay, yeah. I'm not talking about the acid attack, right? Uh, in the comments, there was someone that was talking about how it's horrendous that these people are getting attacked because of their race, and they shouldn't because just because they're Bengali Muslim. And do you want to know what they signed it as? Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Okay, I'm Bengali, Muslim, doesn't mean we're black. I mean, do Asian lives not matter? Why are you hashtagging it, black lives matter? Yeah. What the hell? I think that's well-meaning, but... <laughs> it's well-meaning, but really stupid and ignorant. Yeah. Black lives matter isn't just... A, it was from a white person, so um, I don't know how to take it. I mean, it's nice for the support, but it's well-meaning, but didn't. it's not... Yeah. Yeah. You should think it through. I, I think she must have just thought that was a movement. And it's like, no, it's a movement about Black Lives Mattering. Yeah. That must have been so embarrassing for her. I, I didn't actually say anything to her. I really yeah. wanted to, but then... Because usually I point out people that are being stupid, but I didn't do it with her because I thought, oh, she's actually trying to do something nice. Yeah. But I find it really funny that she's done it so wrong. <laughs> but yeah, I still screenshot it and sent it to my friends. So, yeah. So that's kind of horrible of me. But, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Anyway, um, come to 21st of March 2013, uh, Stevens managed to escape with 40 other prisoners in what was a, a mass breakout from the prison where he was being held. And there's not, like, an awful lot known about what happens next, but we know he dies after he'd murdered someone, isn't it? He murdered Yeah, someone. one of the local women in the, the Mandang village. Yeah. He, he raped her as well, didn't he? Or did he just murder? Probably raped her as well. Yeah, it's not out of character for him to do this. So, yeah, we got a bit on his death here, I think. Yeah, um, the article I was reading from was Independent. Are you just saying that so you think I believe you're reading something other than Wikipedia? <laughs> I did, actually. Basically, they say he kind of died pretty much as he lived. <laughs> so he met a pretty gruesome and violent end. Good. He was apparently hacked and slashed to death with bush knives. And uh, he was apparently castrated as well, although, or castrated, don't you know, so. What I would have done, right, I know it's going to make me sound really sadistic, mm -hmm. but I, what I would have done is just castrated him first and let him live for a while. And then I would have killed him. Mm. Just so he could live for a little while being castrated. Yeah. Oh, it's not nice. Oh. What I think happens is that he, he managed to escape prison. He went back to the same area that he was in when he got captured, in the area where villagers had called the police on him, and he tried to do the same shit again, but the villagers weren't having it, mm. which is good. And to be honest, those villagers, I'm okay with them, because they did their duty before. They called the police. They tried to get him sentenced to justice. He only got 20 years, 
and he escaped from prison after six. So wouldn't that make you lose faith? Yeah. Would you take it into your own hands? I can see that. I think the anger's very understandable, but... Yeah, I... he's raping and murdering the women of their town, or girls of their town more specifically. Yeah, I think it's understandable. I wouldn't necessarily condemn them, but I... I still don't think they should do it, though. I mean, I, I, personally, I probably wouldn't do it because I'm such a pussy. Um, I can say that I'd do it. I wouldn't do it. But I understand why they would do it. Yeah. I just think, personally, it's lowering yourself to his kind of standards, though. Mm. But I get it. Like, if this was their first thing, I'd be like, oh, OK, that's a bit iffy. But they tried it the right way. And that, well, they tried it officially, what was officially the right way, but that didn't work. Yeah. And he came down and he started doing it again. Yeah. Um, apparently, apparently he was, um, according to this article, he was also suspected of sacrificial killings and cannibalism as well. Yeah, which is very believable. This article kind of has a really strange story about the fact that he was about to go to Israel by helicopter. What? Like, they, yeah, like, um, and I think somewhere in the article they say they're not quite sure how he hoped to make what was an eight mile, eight thousand mile trip in a helicopter. That's Why, though? Why would he want to go to Israel? I've got no idea. <laughs> what the hell? He was going to have a farewell feast before he was going to go, but he was killed before he ever got to have the chance to have this feast. So, poor guy. <laughs> like, you say that you don't condone what they did, but I'm kind of glad that he went out, like, gruesome. Mm, yeah. Rather than, you know, rotting in prison and then maybe escaping again, doing it again. I don't think it's exactly sad that he died. I mean, yeah. he can't do what he was doing. Mm, yeah, some people, they just aren't going to be rehab- rehabilitated. That's what prison is for, is to rehabilitate offenders, right? Mm. Well, I think, no, it's also to keep, keep uh, if, if, it, if you can't be rehabilitated, it's to make sure you're away from other people. Yeah. But the main thing is, if you can't be rehabilitated, and we know that, like, he can't. Like, even before he went into prison first time, he made one cult rape them, made the other cult rape them. He's not the type of person that can be rehabilitated. He's a serial rape and murderer. So they should have just locked him away for life. Oh, that's what they did, isn't it? Well, no, 20 years isn't life. True. He would have been uh, in his early... Late fifties, early sixties, when he came out, he could he could still live a life after that. I don't know. See, because like in this country, even if you get sentenced for like a certain amount of years, they can still keep you in for life. As if you offend while you're in there, though. I don't. Know. I think that's if um, they can just keep it extending it if they think you're too dangerous. No, I think so. They very rarely keep prisoners in prison for life. I mean, there's only a few, a few. prisoners that have. Yeah, but there's uh, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. There's only a few prisoners that have the life means life sentence because mm. life usually doesn't mean life in Britain. It means like twenty years maybe, or they have like a certain tariff where you can apply for parole, whether it's twenty years or twenty five years. Most serial killers pretty much stay in prison for the rest of yeah, their life. Yeah, that, yeah. So that's the thing. So we do have life in prison in Britain. It's just it's usually just reserved for serial killers. Yeah. So maybe if he was in Britain, then he would have been sentenced to life. But I'm kind of glad he wasn't in Britain. Yeah, um, so the the final straw for this village was this murder of a 15-year-old schoolgirl called Rose Wagham, I think. Oh, he's going for older girls now. Okay, then. Yeah, 15, so slightly better, I suppose. Yeah, so that's more appropriate. Yeah. That was me being sarcastic, by the way. I don't think that's appropriate. Yeah, so uh, Stephen at this point had been hiding in uh, a remote village in the eastern part of Papua New Guinea. And the day before, 
no, the day after, in fact, uh, he, he'd attempted to murder a 14-year-old. And this was um, when about 80 men from this village just got together and decided to kill him. But also one of his followers, who was also 15 as well. Okay, again, you say followers. Yeah. She's 15. Yeah, but... She's not really a follower. She's getting murdered, so... Yeah, I know, but she wasn't fo- a follower. She's 15. She isn't, she's not going to be following a religion unless someone makes her. Or someone tells her to. Yeah, maybe. I'm just wondering where all the fucking parents are at, okay? It's happening. Yeah, I don't know. It just sounds a bit racist, doesn't it? Some of these countries don't necessarily have the same idea of parenting as as our countries do. That's all I'm going to say. And in England, we have shitty parents as well, just not as bad as this. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, some of them, yeah, baby peas, mum, as bad as this. Yeah. Or that woman that faked the kidnapping of her own daughter and just hid her in a cu- in, in like a bed. Yeah, we le- we at least like to think it's minimal in this country. We like yeah, to it's not widespread. It we hope it. Or as far as we know, it's not widespread. Yeah, but there are still some fucked up shit that goes on. I uh, know we say that right. Our country is home to Fred and Rose West. Uh, yeah, um, we forget about them. Yeah. They did it to their own daughters, not just given to other people. Did it to their own family. Yeah. Okay, so New Guinea, we apologise to you because, you know, we're fucked up too. So, yeah, basically, these men, these 80 men split into three groups and they were trying to find Stephen. So one group found him while he was performing some ritual in the morning. Is it called masturbating? (laughs) Possibly. (laughs) I've got no idea. I'm assuming it's probably masturbating. Maybe. Um, as he tried to run away... They castrated him because his dick was already out. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like your imagination, but um, no, he uh, basically he ran into a second group of villagers. So they pretty much cornered him, basically. And then they killed him. He did manage to wound two of them in the process of him being killed. So didn't go out fighting. Which is not exactly a good thing. At least he only wounded them, he didn't kill them. Uh, then the third group killed the 15-year-old follower, so... Oh, the group killed her? Yeah. I thought he killed her. No, no, the group did. But she's 15. Yeah, well, he's, she was following him, so... But, like I was saying, she's 15. <sighs> well, you know, different oh, ideas. That's a bit they probably hated the whole cult, to be honest. They probably thought it's their fault for joining. Mm, so. yeah, that... But then she's a kid. I don't think she gave her consent. I think we're assuming everyone's thinking rationally here. That's true. <laughs> you know. Oh, okay. I didn't realise they killed the kid. Yeah. Then the men tied t- uh, Stephen's neck with cane ropes. They uh, dragged him to a very isolated place and then just buried him in a shallow pit, which what he deserves, to be fair. I think that's what they talk about killers and shallow graves, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and apparently his his na- the nature of his injuries were established after some mortuary workers dug up his body, and yeah, they confirmed he was chopped and slashed with bush knives. Mm-hmm. Both, uh, yeah, in in uh, his arms, legs, chest, and stomach were all slashed, and his intestines were kind of showing. And yeah, he was also castrated as well, as we said. Couldn't have happened to a better person, really. Yeah, so. That's pretty much it, I think. Did they actually come out and say, yeah, we killed him? Because it seems a bit risky. Because I know he's like a serial killer slash serial rapist, but the police would still... He could still get done for that. Yeah, it's quite exactly. brutal. I was saying, police would still 
try and investigate to make it look like they're doing their job, even if they don't care whether he lives or dies. Yeah. You kind of have to. It's like the doctor thing. You kind of have to put past all emotion you have to the towards the patient because you have to treat them all equally. Yeah. And did I uh, just a little bit about Rose, who was the girl that was murdered? She was found to have multiple stab wounds, which I think was just like the first one he murdered, wasn't it? Wait, Um, is this a 15 year old girl? This is Rose. I think uh, she's a 15 or 14 year old. She's the one that gets murdered by the group. No, okay, okay. I think he, yeah, she's the one that he murdered, which got them a bit angry. Triggered the events, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So Rita, yeah, she died of multiple stab wounds, yeah. So he kind of generally does the same thing each time their parents they had her buried but it turned out that they were accessories to the murder because i think they had offered her up to this guy fucking titwanks i think so well yeah unless he abducted her yeah then yeah they gave her over yeah thankfully they were promptly arrested and the police hope that that might be the end to these kind of things as the cycle of violence has now ended, as they say. Well, you never know. He inspired followers. There might still be followers out there that want to take on the mantle. Yeah, like, because uh, there's a quote here that says, like, the police say, Tarry is dead and this cult worship dies with him. But I'm like, I don't see that happening. These things always kind of turn up again. Yeah. I think the problem is, no matter how much you try banning it, it's still going to happen. Exactly. So. Well, I don't get it. It's just Stephen Tyree's a dumb fuck. Like, if I if I was on the run for stealing a car, do you want to know what the last thing I'd do is? Yeah. Steal a fucking car? Yeah. It's, he's such a fucking, first of all, he's a sick bastard, raping and killing little girls. Then he's a dumb one. Yeah. He just got too big for his boots, didn't he? He's thick. If you're on the run for raping and murdering a child, you don't go around and rape and murder more children. To be fair, he thinks he's the messiah, though. He thinks he can get away with anything. Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. That's what he is. (laughs) That's it. That's the resolution of our episode. The man's a fucking idiot. He's not even a man. He's less than a man. Or genuinely less than a man, because, you know, his dick got cut off. But, yeah, less than a man. (laughs) Fucking idiot. Yeah. I, I think you've had the final word on that one. <laughs> Such a fucking mug. Yeah. Actually, no. You know what? That's an insult to mugs, because at least you can drink tea out of them. Fucking... Oh, I don't know. What's, I can't think of a harsh enough word. Um, fucking appendix. They're useless. All they do is cause pain. Yeah. They don't do anything else. Fucking wisdom teeth. That's it. Wisdom teeth. <laughs> He's a wisdom teeth. <laughs> Yeah, he's a fucking wisdom tooth. They're useless, they get infected, they cause pain, and there are general pain in the behind. Fucking wisdom tooth, that's what I think. Is. I think you're getting them in the wrong place if they're there. <laughs> okay, I think, how many more rants can I have about this guy and his cult and the disgusting people that give their children over to it? In, in, in fairness, he, he makes Donald Trump seem a slightly nicer person. Donald Trump probably support this fucktard. Maybe. Well, Donald Trump likes sexually harassing people. I mean, rape isn't that far off. Sue me. Go on, Donald Trump. Attack me. <laughs> Be sexist towards me on the internet. Don't give a flying fuck. You're certainly misogynist. You're certainly racist. You're certainly elitist. You're just all-round shit person. It's the same as Stephen fucking Dari. Tarry. Tarry. <laughs> Just call him Stephen Tarry. Oh, fuck it. Stephen Tarry, the black Donald Trump. How did you manage to bring it round to Donald Trump again? I don't know. I don't know why I mentioned him now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was already angry and then you just went on <laughs> it. Why would you do that? <laughs> 
I just like entertaining myself. Stephen Curry, you know, good riddance. You deserve a shallow grave that you basically dug it yourself. Mm. There is no love lost for you. Yeah. Right, no one's going to be mourning your death. Yeah. He's a nincompoop, that's what he is. Yeah. And number 45, your approval ratings are down, so I don't think anyone's many people are going to be mourning you leaving office. Yeah. Actually, to be fair, I say his approval ratings are down. They've never really been up, have they? So They started pretty low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they started lower than anyone else. <laughs> uh, you know, good luck to Donald Trump. Good luck, just good luck, when your impeachment and your Russian endeavours... Done. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I'm ever going to be done when it comes to Donald Trump. Yeah. Do you want to know what's great? Yeah. I'm not American, so I can call him whatever the fuck I like. And I can't be called unpatriotic. Ah, uh, yeah. No one can say to me that I need to support my president or you've, we voted him in as a country. He's our leader. He's not my fucking leader. No. That, that's the benefit of not living in the country. Just one country. of the benefits. I mean, the other be- benefit is, you know, we could die there because you can't afford healthcare. Like 22, other, 22 million other people. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, the billionaires of the world are buying up all the insurance companies and shit. Yeah. Nasty piece of work. Yeah. Such a lunatic. And I don't understand how he has supporters. You know what? Anyone that ever voted for Donald Trump, just hang your head in shame. Just hang your head in shame and smack it against the wall because, you know, your brain is useless anyway. And then we'll see what the healthcare is like in America after you smacked your head against the wall. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I think... I, I, don't, I, don't, I really think we should stop this because I think I've done enough. Are we still here? <laughs> Are we still here? Are we still recording this? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently so. You, it's your fault. You did this. Yeah, I said, I said Donald Trump briefly. You know what Donald Trump does to me. You know what he does to any saying he can be. yourself. You've got to, you know, be professional, Carmen. This is an amateur podcast that I'm not being paid for. How professional do you want me to be? Come on, I'm always professional. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you threaten to uh, attack your dogs. <laughs> the amount of times you profess your love for Jimmy Savile and Cliff Richard. Hey, hey, Cliff Richard, that's an insult, that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't admitted to loving Do- David Hasselhoff. Why? Well, just because David Hasselhoff is the type of person you'd like. Is he? Yeah. Mm. Not good. I don't. I don't know much about David Hasselhoff. To be fair, uh, I know he's big in Berlin, right? He he was on that wall that got knocked down, and he's been <laughs> on it. Wall that got knocked yeah. down. <laughs> that wall that divided the, the, the Berlin nation wall for, for that generations. <laughs> and he, while they knocked it down, he was singing. Uh, maybe they they knocked it down because he was singing. They wanted him to stop. Who knows? No, I, don't I, know. I think the wall just kind of fell down because of his singing. Yeah, probably. Just couldn't take it. It's like, <laughs> I remember a few years back he did a song about a car. I can't remember the song, but I know he did it about oh, a car. Oh, Night Rider the... or something like that. No, I know he was in Night Rider, but he, like just a few years ago, I think it was like ten years ago or so, he did a song about a car. Oh. yeah. Well, I I I will live my life. Enriched by that knowledge. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what the song was called. And yes, that is one of the things we Google as we're recording. David Hasselhoff car. Jump in my car, that's what it's called. Jump in my car. Yeah. Sounds a bit pervy, to be honest. Jump in my car. Hey, not bad. It starts with the chorus. (laughs) 
I think you can stop it. Yeah. To be fair, he's not a terrible singer, but he's just not a very good one. Mm. Sounds a bit like um, Billy Ray Cyrus, that um, achy breaky heart. Don't break my heart, my achy breaky heart. I love that song. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's a classic, that one. Uh, what? Don't Achy Breaky Heart. Heart. Yeah, I know, but that's his only song, isn't <laughs> I can't, it? I can't go to say Don't Break My Heart, Don't Go Breaking My Heart as well. Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Anyway, I really do think we should sign off because, like, we stopped talking about Stephen Torrey about 20 minutes ago. Yeah, you're meant to be going out now as so. well. Yeah, I'm supposed to be going out to two leaving dudes that both start at six o'clock and that is in an hour <laughs> and one of them's in, sent in Angel. <laughs> so Better let you get going. All right, Goodbye, good people. Goodbye. And if some guy says he's going to promise, like, gifts and stuff for your daughter's virginity, like, call the police. Uh, if you end up just giving your daughter up to that person, then I'm going to call the police on you. Oh, man, we're going to have to call the police on Santa Claus. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> as far as I know, Santa Claus doesn't take children away. Yeah, you don't hear those ones, do you? <laughs> I thought that was... Um... Cover up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next week we'll do an episode <laughs> on Santa Claus. <laughs> All right, goodbye. Okay, goodbye.